This is Windy City Mike coming from Chicago, Illinois in the 60629 area. And this one is a doozy for the Bears post-game analysis after playing the Philadelphia Eagles. First of all, I watched the after show that has Briggs, Brown, Forte, and Holmes. And Brown and Briggs brought up a good point. I was ranting about it all day long before it even happened while I was watching gameplay. You can see the player's mentality when they're on the field. They don't act like they actually want to win. They just don't. I used to play football, people. I was a defensive person. I was a safety in the heavyweights. No, I did not play high school. Long story. Not getting into it. Anyway, I tackle people. You put your shoulder into their abdomen, you wrap them up with your arms, and you bring them to the ground. Pretty self-explanatory when you even see it, okay? Clinton Dix, I know he's better than Amos, but he's not showing it right now with the tackling. He might be more mentally sound than Amos, but right now he's not tackling. And Jackson, I know you went down there to get the running back a couple times today, but... You need to tackle better, dude. You do. You gotta tackle. You're a safety. Your main job is to tackle. And whoever is supposed to be taking running backs on screenplays or tight ends on third down, they're not doing their job. Trevathan is 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 a very cerebral middle linebacker, but he did not do his job today. Roquan Smith looked lost. And any safety they put out there is not covering these guys and is not tackling them on time. So far, it's been all defensive that I talked about. Now let's get to the truly incompetent offense. Mitchell Trubisky is done. I don't care if if in his sixth or seventh year in the league, he turns out to be like Teddy Bridgewater with the Saints. Or... Turns out to be similar to Jared Goff, where he gets to the show but can't finish. No, I don't care. He is not a real NFL quarterback. I've seen high school quarterbacks with better pocket presence and better to not tenacity. Uh, what do you call that? That word? Oh, game, game intellect, where he knows where to throw the ball. Yes. That is what it is. He is terrible. Five receivers lined out on a third down. Five. One of them could have been a tight end. Terry Cohn was out there too, but they're, they're receivers in that set. And he eyes one guy and delivers the ball, and it's knocked away. Because, the guy, because that A-Rob, number 12, was not open. Five people! On the field. Not all of them are covered at all times. No, 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 no. But he eyeballs that guy, and everyone knows he's going to, and that's why it, it doesn't matter how many targets. You could have 20 targets out there. He's only going after one. That's it. So that was terrible. Now, and the decision with the coach to go for to uh, run the ball on first and goal from the one-yard line with Tariq Cohen up the middle, 
Yes, I wanted the I formation up the middle. That is what I wanted. But what I didn't want was a 160-pound, 5'5 running back doing it. You have a guy that's literally over 6 foot tall. Possibly over 6 foot tall in Montgomery. But he's 220 pounds. He's tougher, more durable, heavier, and stronger than the gizmo gadget guru joystick dummy. On downs like that, you punch it in. It's not finesse. It's blunt force trauma. Now, back to the other thing. Why is it that we have negative nine yards passing in two quarters of football? It's because they run it on the weirdest of on the weirdest times. You're doing a shotgun formation when nobody blocks on it for the run game. And your quarterback is not throwing the ball anywhere past the line of scrimmage accurately. He missed A-Rob for a six-yard pass by a mile. Yes, he did. Then, I am not going to blame David Montgomery for dropping one ball in the flat. That was one time today he did that. I do blame the three-year Tariq Cohen dropping it on a designed screen pass where he has wearing gloves that stick to the ball. And he's a veteran now. He's been in for more than two. He's been in at least one year. He's been in the system. He should know better. I don't care what anyone else says. David Montgomery's a rookie. You're going to get rookie dings and donks sometimes. And what is up with Riley Ridley? I still see him on the inactive list. He is the little brother, shorter brother, smaller brother, whatever brother, of Calvin Ridley, who was drafted high by the Falcons a year or two ago. Why is he not active? Miller was gone. I didn't... I, I only seen his number once in the whole game. I think he might have caught the pass. I don't even remember. Gabriel is a five foot nine speedster. He got targeted two or three times, caught it maybe twice. Ra A Rob, same thing. And where the hell is this Burton dude at? He's like Oh, I'm the GM. I'm going to pay a guy $15, $13 million a year for four years. He's six foot, he's barely six foot three, barely 235 pounds to be a receiving tight end. And oh, look, I have, I, I don't see him anywhere. Wow. Travis Kelsey put on a clinic on the Bears today. Burton was nowhere to be seen. And on third down, Shaheen gets the ball thrown to him and can't hold on. I mean, come on. Come on. He was a second-round draft pick. They traded down in the second round to get him. But he was still a second-round pick. And he has been he was supposed to be considered Baby Gronk. Uh, yeah, he, he is one part of that word, but it's not Gronk. He a baby. He a big-ass baby. He's a 6'6", 265-pound baby. Because he doesn't do anything. He takes a space. He does not block properly. He does not catch properly. Uh, tight end's not his position, people. 
He does not do anything that a tight end does. You might as well slap a different number on him and put him at fullback. Oh, wait, that's right. He doesn't block for run game either. So he can't be a fullback. So he can't be a fullback. He can't be a tight end. Oh, that means after four years draining second-round salary out of the Bears, that means drop him. Be done. He is worthless. He might be a nice guy. He might be a nice person. Might be a good friend. But guess what? This is football. Dan Hampton said it best with OB. I don't want nice guys on my team. I want guys that hate my freaking guts. Because that means they are goal-oriented. They are selfish as hell. They want to win, so they are like Jordan. They might not be as talented, but they try to be. So I do not want nice guys on this team. Apparently, everyone is too nice. That's what everybody keeps saying. Oh, we have these high-character guys. We don't blame nobody, blah, blah, blah. Guess what, people? In 1985, and I yes, I have to bring up that game. I was barely two years old. But... Do you think Dan Hampton and I believe his name is Richard Dent, the two prolific defenders on that team that destroyed quarterbacks and running backs, do you think they were nice to their offense? No! In fact, I've heard stories. I have seen interviews. Dan Hampton said that when the quarterback came to the sideline during a bad game, that bad series, Dan Hampton looked right in his face and said, Dude, if you come back again in three and out, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to take you to the woodshed and beat you down. And this is a 300-pound man telling a 200-pound man that. Oh, and by the way, McMahon was not a great quarterback. He's barely average. But at least he didn't take sacks when he didn't have to. At least he didn't get hit by his left tackle and fumble the ball because he was scared. And at least he knew to throw it to three different targets rather than one. He was half blind. He admitted to being blind out there. He had a fork put in his eye. And he told Tom Waddle, dude, I can't see you. But I know where it's going. So please, just, I'll throw it there. Just try, just to help me out. Tom Waddle's like 6'2 at that time. You know, he's like a buck 90. He was a, he's not very fast, but he was like average everything. But what Tom Waddle said is, dude, I might not get too many yards after it, but I'll catch the ball. And guess what he did? He caught the ball. He had four receivers that caught the ball. They were paid to catch, and they caught the ball. I don't know any tight ends that were on that team back then. I don't. Like I said, I was two. But they caught the ball and blocked two. And they also did their job that they were paid to do. Offensive linemen actually blocked. Defensive linemen actually tackled. And if I'm paying a guy $146 million over six years... He better make a presence in the fourth quarter on a last-ditch effort drive. Mac, I'm calling you out, boy. Yes, I said, boy, you're younger than me. You're 27. I'm 35. I don't care if you're bigger than me because right now you suck. You suck. 
two first-round picks and uh, second, third, or fourth, whatever the hell that damn deal was. And you got paid more than Aaron Donald, and I don't see you doing your job out there, buddy. I don't expect it every play. No, I don't even expect it every quarter. But on the last drive of fourth quarter game, where you are down by five points, and you got to just stop them from getting a field goal with a little bit of time, you can't either sack the quarterback or help some other guy get open to do it. That is unacceptable. And Floyd, yes, you had a good game. You got in there, you disrupted. But guess what? You're a first-round pick, top 10. And guess what? You haven't done anything in three years. If they pick up your option, I will be loathing the, the, the GM. You should not be picked up. Your last year, fourth year in your contract, should be do or die year. No pickup of option. If you play good, you might get a chance to negotiate. But I don't see nothing special out of you as a first-round pick. No. And you play Javon Wims on offense, who's a seventh-round pick. 6'4", 220. But you won't play a fourth-round pick you just drafted, even though you play Jordan Howard as a fifth-round pick rather than he's a rookie. So does that mean Riley Ridley just don't know, know nothing? Can he not read a playbook? Can he not run a route? Or is he just not intelligent? There are answers that are not being given by the Bears staff that are asked. Why are the same guys inactive every week when they're practicing with the, with the team? I want to know. The only person that was inactive today on the list other than Deion Bush, because he's a backup safety that they play as nickel, whatever. I don't know why. Riley Ridley has been on the inactive list all year, and he's a person you would think would be considered as a primary option, another weapon for Trubisky. And yet he's still on the inactive list. He has not dressed one game this season. That's an issue. That's a big issue. In fact, after the bumbling that Miller did, I would have benched him and put Riley Ridley in. And then tell Ridley, this is your chance. If you make Miller look stupid, you get another shot. But if you screw up, you guys are going to duke it out in practice. Gabriel, I understand you're going to play him. He's paid. Robinson, you paid him. He's going to be in. Patterson, you have to put him because he's your he's he's one of your returners and he can do a lot of things. You got to play him. So there's only so many people on the offense you can deactivate. I get that, but you would think that because Miller's a dummy, arrogant, showboating, getting penalties, not catching the ball properly when he does get a chance, you would think they would give a better chance to Ridley. And yes, even though Holt is decent at tight end as a fullback, we have no tight ends on our team. We have none, period. We have none. They're all gone. These guys are not tight ends. They're just placeholders. Yes, let's see, did I miss anything here? Oh, uh, 
Let's see. I covered Mack and Floyd as outside linebackers. D-line did decent. Well, Williams, do, why do you push a quarterback just to push him after the ball's out on third down? No, 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 no. And, you know, I won't blame the referees for our loss. We have plenty of chances, but... When my, when my highly paid corner that's $56 million paid for five years gets face masked by the tight end, gets the ball, and then scores, and the referee says they didn't see anything bad in the play, that means that referee crew should be penalized and possibly fired at the end of the year. Because that was blatant. I seen that from four camera angles on TV. And then there was a line judge in right, like, probably 10 feet away from him, that looked right at the play. He didn't see it. That means he's either blind or don't care. The latter is worse. Blind, you you can fix. You can just, you know, say, retire. But don't care? That means the some bitch don't care. It's not good for the sport if the referees don't care. They gotta get it right. Holding penalties, offside penalties, false start penalties, that can be called at any given time. Face mask, face mask is pretty easy. That's pretty easy to get right. And they, they didn't do it. So I blame Nagy. I blame Trubisky. I blame Ryan Pace for this game. Kick The kicker didn't get brought up because he didn't have a chance to kick a field goal. <laughs> Go figure. Two extra points and that's it. But uh, uh, let's see. Running backs, Tariq Cohen, you're still stupid. You don't know where to run on when you get the hand, handoff. Wide receivers ain't getting open. Nope. All right. I think I got that all covered now. So this is Windy City Mike signing off. A little bit longer than usual, but I had a lot to get out. I will provide more analysis later on with the pregame show against whatever team. we. I think we would play. I don't even know what team we're playing next because I just didn't give a shit to, to, to find out. I didn't look at the schedule. This 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 game was just put me in that place, this mindset. So like I said, signing out. I'll provide more feedback later. Goodbye.